Welcome to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Brady Tanner, featuring Jack and Andre. <laughs> And if you do jump to the phones this morning, give us a call. Why don't you let the phone room volunteers know what you'd like to go see in any Sydney cinema of your choice. We have a double pass to give away to The Nightingale and a double pass to give away to Animals, who has maybe from Arrested Development in it. Mm. Jack and Andre, tell us a little bit more about this one. Oh my God, Sophie Hyde, a quintessential Adelaidean film director who's made this indie film with Alia Shawkat, and famously, I don't watch Arrested Development, so I don't know what maybe it is, but it's this... You do watch Transparent, though. It's a buddy comedy... I'm sure she's in other things, too. I think she's been in um, Broad City as well. Buddy comedy, female comedy, oops, yeah, I said it, uh... (laughs) A set in Dublin, you know, figuring it out, wanting to be an artist, but stuck being a barista type movie. Funny, funny, funny is what they're saying. Ireland is the Adelaide of the UK and Sophie Hyde is a director from Adelaide, just like me. And next week we have an interview with Sophie Hyde coming to you on Movies, Movies, Movies. Very good. And if you don't like to laugh, The Nightingale is the one for you. We also have a double pass to give away. The next person to call, let the phone room volunteers know which cinema you'd like to go and see The Nightingale or Animals in with a friend for free. Courtesy of your film lords, Jack and Andre, welcome. Woohoo! It's going off here. It, it feels like I'm at 30 Rock right now. I love it. The energy here is piping. Get involved on 833-22945. Movie news. Now, instead of coming, uh, get, keeping on top of what's happening in movie news... You just tune in to FBI Radio each Monday and the film lords will lay it all down for mm, you and, at, and splay it out. As they say in France, c'est vrai. And we're here to talk awards because the award season is officially happening all over the world. Let me just start by saying that Nanette, Tasmanian Jewel... Oh my God, I've forgotten her name already. Hannah Gatsby. Gatsby. Just, she, took out a Netf- just took out a Netflix Emmy, or an, an Emmy for an Netflix. Emmy for her Netflix special. <laughs> Nanette for Best Comedy Writing in a Variety Special, which is amazing news and super exciting for the talent. Congratulations. She's already, she's already recorded her second one, Douglas, Unfor- which is at Adelaide Fringe Festival this year. Unfortunately, Homecoming, the Beyonce Coachella film, didn't get any of the Emmys that it was nominated for. But back in Australia, the Actor Awards are going to be happening very soon. And 34 Australian films are going to vie for a nomination for the best film. So the Actor Awards are the Oscars in Australia. And there are 34 films. We're talking The Nightingale. Uh, Secret in a Blue Room, Blue Room Suburban Wildlife, Angel of Mine, Top End Wedding and a bunch of local films like Secret in a Blue Room and Suburban Wildlife are going to try and get that special nomination for the best film in Australia. Now, speaking of the Nightingale and Awards, it famously won two at the Venice Film Festivals which mm. is really rare, right? Yeah, exactly, Bakley yeah. Gunnambar, who we spoke to on our podcast about the film won Best New Talent That's right, yeah. And the film won the Jury Award for Best Film. And you're not, normally Venice doesn't award two awards to the same film. It's a policy of theirs. But they love just, to share. But they, sh- they were like, this film is just so fucking bonkers that they had to give it to awards. Why not go along and see it for free in any cinema of your choice? Best film of the year. People are saying it. I'm saying it. If you've been meaning to see it, do it for free. Just give us a call right now. 833-22-945. Sign up or renew your details as an FBI Radio supporter. And speaking of Sydney cinemas, later in the show, we're going to be reviewing two Sydney cinemas for two reviews today. And I love the ones you've picked. But before we get to that, anyone who's gone out and seen... It too, it chapter two, might have noticed a gay subplot or felt some sort of 
queer vibes going on. Were they wrong or right to feel that? Well, I mean, apart from the very violent gay bashing of Xavier Dolan, who is a film lord and filmmaker at the very start of the film, there were a lot of people asking questions about Bill Hader's hinted at sexuality in the film, which Stephen King has confirmed. It was something that he discussed with the filmmaker and he's really happy for it. So for anyone that's complaining about bisexuality erasure, It Chapter 2 is the film for you. Bill Hader is out and proud and queer and, can I just say, really annoying. Did not like his performance in this. And also, let me just say, Stephen King didn't actually write it into the source material, but after seeing the film and consulting the filmmakers in a Variety Fair, Variety Fair, Vanity Fair interview, he confirmed that it was genius. He said the word genius. He said genius. Full circle. Isn't that crazy? To call a quiz plot genius? Never heard of. The phones are popping off. Make sure you tell the phone room volunteers what movie you want to go and see. Now, in the last piece of news here, J-Lo, famous for her song Play, amongst others, has made some real stinky movies in the past. Has she done it with her latest one, Hustlers? Oh, stinky movies. I don't know. I watched Monster (laughs) in Law twice on a plane. But Hustlers is her new film that's come out, and it's topped the box office for last weekend while Nicole Kidman's film bombed. The Goldfinch bombed. It bombed. So, anyway. And you know what? I think there should be room for both. Hustlers is getting the most impressive reviews of the year. It's It grossed $13 million in one weekend, which is impressive for a film that has any women in it that are in a sort of lead role. And uh, There's J-Lo, Constance Wu, Lizzo, Cardi B, Trace Lizette from... You know, transparent. Mm. You had me at Lizzo. Uh, Julia Stiles as well is back. Mm. But some are claiming it's more Globes than Oscars and it isn't without some criticism from the stripper community. So please go see it, engage in the conversation, don't forget to go see movies and talk about them openly with people. Jack and Andre are your film lords. They're here every Monday at 10.10 and we couldn't bring you this Sydney-focused and Australian-focused cinema chat on your radio without supporters. Thank you so much to everyone who's signed up during the supporter drive, taking one small leap for them and one giant leap for Sydney arts, music, culture and film. Let's go to a track now from the late film lord Daniel Daniel Johnston, Mm. recently passed away, Space Duck's theme song. We'll be more back with more, including reviews of two amazing Sydney cinemas. Movies, movies, movies on mornings, FBI (laughs) 94.5.
Space Ducks, Daniel Johnston, Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings. My name is Bridie Tanner. Joining me in the studio, our beloved film lords, and that's Lord spelt like Lord the Singer, Ooh. Andre and Jack. Hello. Hey, we're back. <laughs> we're back, we're back, we're back. Uh, Daniel Johnston, what a classic film lord, beloved by so many musicians that now work in film, including Kim Gordon and John Apatow, famous comedian. Check out his amazing documentary, download it. It will change your life. Which was executive produced by Lana Del Rey. And he was obviously, Coco Bain was his biggest fan. Let's get into it. Two reviews. Give me more reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. We're doing something very special for two reviews here on Movies, Movies, Movies today. Which film lord will be going first? I'll be going first in theme with the supporter drive, which is space, is what I understand. Yes, so we are doing a space-themed supporter drive, and we thought we'd talk about some spaces... To see movies. To see movies. Recognise that ident, y'all. That is Palace... Cinemas, specifically Palace Norton Cinema, which is tucked between JB Hi-Fi and Berkeley Books, and it's basically the capital of Italy, Palace Cinema Norton Street in Sydney in Leichhardt, with enough Lavazza sponsorship to fuel a corporate morning tea and choc tops cold enough to ward off unwanted poustache. <laughs> this palace is Eurotrash rather than gay. Your everyday palace feels like a Michelle's patisserie birthday party with fake chic boards, artisanal popcorn, and a Timothy Chalamet retrospective, so that Norton Street can be dark, eerie, perfect for a shade-loving matinee, but ultimately soulless, evoking sad Sydney departure lounge, rather than comfy business class, which is what you're paying for. And it's expensive, so not worth it. Palace Norton Street feels like visiting a dead shopping mall to blow a Myers gift card for no reason other than a desire to spend money. Also, why is Norton Street haunted by that Juliette Binoche indie nobody asked for? Other more effective palace cinemas, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I must say, are Verona, Central, and Nishi New Acton in Canberra. Jen, chime in. I actually love this cinema. I always have a great time. I see haunted movies like Gone Girl at this place. It's too dark and it's too eerie for me. I saw Hereditary at Leichhardt Palace and because of the mirrors around, I kept thinking I saw something moving in the corner of my eye and it freaked the shit out of me. Plus, no one was there when we left the cinema Mm. to sort of make it okay. So, yes, it is a little... It's a good one for horror movies. Why do I feel like when I walk into Palace Cinema Norton, I'm walking into Fifty Shades of Grey? Well, can I say one thing is that that's where we started our career. Remember when we went and saw Moonlight and Margaret Pomeranz was there sitting in front of us and she gave us a review of her of Moonlight from her own perspective. Aww. I know, and we just des- we def- we definitely disagree with her. So we were just <laughs> kind of going, mm-hmm. but she was just it was so exciting. Uh, that would have been beautiful for you film so. lords. Mm. Spiral you into your sort of film reviewing career. Another yeah. Palace story. I actually ran into Margaret at Palace Verona, and I handed her for her email address. <laughs> renaming two reviews to two name drops. Two name drops. Basically. <laughs> now, before we move on to your review. Jack, I would just want to ask you, Palace Norton Street in Leichhardt, reviewed in a word. Uh, Florence. Latte. Latte. Beautiful. Let's have a look at Warrywood Cinema in Warrywood. I mean, you know, I saw you earlier, but it was Roy, you know. I mean, Roy Mustark is Mr. Entertainment as far as Pitwater's concerned. As far as I know, it's kind of Jimmy Barnes, Kylie. And Roy. What voices are we hearing there, Jack? So you're hearing Jeff Barris <laughs> from Portishead and also the mayor of Pitwater Council talking about Roy Mustaka, who is the ultimate name dropper, which is 
great that we're talking about him in this segment. Warrywood Cinema is at the end of a dark cul-de-sac of grey Cassiarina Pines, next to a turn off the main road in 400 metres McDonald's, crawling with haunted Northern Beaches teenagers and ex-surfer businessmen with laptops. Built by cinema mogul, opera singer and current owner of Max, Max Brenner Chocolates, he saved them from bankruptcy, the franchise Roy Mustaka, and photos of him with celebrities like J-Lo and every single Hemsworth line the ticket booth in the vaulted foyer with bus seat carpet and an infinity ceiling covered in indigo light and sparkling stars. Pan down and conversations that can be heard here are family values, fingering, Madame Tussauds and murder. Downstairs there's an arcade opposite a quiet but spacious beige paisley themed restaurant where you can order salt and pepper squid and a frothy cappuccino in front of cutouts of the cast of Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. If Warrywood showed Sudanese stoner comedies, it would be genius, but this is no Pink Flamingos Marrickville. It's the Northern Beaches. It's Money. It's Big Little Lies. It's Bronwyn Bishop. It's Donna Hay. It's Camp. It's Paranoid. It's In Denial. It's Grotesque. But it's a cool place to kill time. My only question is, why haven't I been there yet? Oh my it's god, so right. genius. Uh, <laughs> it's truly you. I mean, I can't imagine anything better than eating, you know, like a focaccia right next to a cutout of Elizabeth Swan from The Black Pearl. <laughs> and that's exactly what you can do at Warrywood Cinemas. Ooh, sign me up! Uh, <laughs> you just heard Jack's review of Warrywood Cinema. Warrywood. We're doing something a little bit different here on Two Reviews today because it is our supporter drive. One giant leap for you. Uh, one small step for you. One giant leap for Sydney arts, music, culture and film just by signing up on 833 because it is a space-themed supporter drive. We're talking about spaces to go and see movies. What would you give Warrywood Cinema Warrywood in a word? I'd call it Kira. I'd also call it accessible. One thing I didn't mention is there's a ramp to get in and also there's a crying room. If you have a crying baby, you can sit in a soundproof room and Wait, still watch the movie. You're joking. I'm yeah. not joking. A it's a crying purpose, room. It's a purpose-built cinema and there's an attention to detail. That sounds like a Martha Stewart conversation room. And if you're just <laughs> crying in general at the movies, which let's face it, we've all been there. And that's why we go. Wow. Go into the crying <laughs> I'm, I'm shook, to be One honest. thing, though, is I don't think they'll even be showing the farewell. You know what I mean? Like, the entry level of going to getting a film into Warrywood Cinema is to have a wax statue in Madame Tussauds. Are we seeing Hustlers there or are we not seeing Hustlers there? We're going to go up to see Hustlers. Bridie, do you want to come in? Road trip up I'm to the in. Northern Beaches? I'm absolutely in. Now, totally. one cinema that wasn't mentioned just now is the Ritz Cinema in Randwick. <gasps> oh, classic, classic, everyone classic. who is a supporter of FBI and signs up during our supporter drive is going in the draw to win a gold card. That's a year of double passes at the Ritz for you and a mate to go along to any movie you want for free. And that is our gift to you to say thank you. So make sure you're getting on those phones and give us a call. That sounds way less stressful than the golden ticket that Triple J give out. Imagine having to go oh to all those gosh. festivals. You <laughs> just get to go to the Ritz. To give you an idea, I bought four tickets at Palace yesterday. It was $90. So you want those free tickets because... Uh, That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Absolutely. Why not give us a call right now and get in the draw for that? 833-22945. A year of free movies at the Ritz could be yours. Now, I want to give a quick shout-out to Jan in Randwick. She loves FBI, and she just called up to double-check her supporter details. You can do that as well. Renew your details. Make sure your credit card hasn't expired, and you'll be entered into the draw to win all the prizes we're giving away today, including double passes to go see animals or the Nightingale. How would you like that? Free movie at any cinema of your choice. You could go check out Warrywood, which I'm definitely going to do after today's two reviews. Mm. Thanks, Jan. I'm happy. I can't believe you live near the Rowry Grids. I'm so jealous. Uh. Thank you so much, Jan. <laughs> uh, we love all our supporters and we want to get to you. So please do get on the phone, 833 or head online, fbiradio.com slash support. You're on mornings. What's happening? B-C-I-N-C-B. 
Sydney Spotlight. Jack and Andre, super fan of movies, movies, movies. Cienzo has gotten in touch and wants to know what your recommendations are for the Sydney Underground Film Festival. Well, I guess if you're going to revisit it as it finished yesterday, I would go back and watch Greener Glass by Jocelyn DeBoer and Dawn Lueb. Lueb? Lueb? Oh, you're looking at me, but I don't know. Anyway, it's a new comedy. It looks a bit Pen15. It's surreal. It's absurd. It's grounded. It's downright disgusting, Film Threat said on Mm. the website. And that was my pick of the Sydney Underground Film Festival. That's cool. And as my tattoo on my arm would indicate, I'm a Harmony Korine fan. So I would have picked The Beach Bum, which was screening over the weekend as well. Harmony's new film that I'm guessing won't get a... A, a wide release in Australia as most exciting R-rated stone comedies don't get released here I reckon reason. it'll get a release you it's got Matthew McConaughey and Snoop Dogg we just rewatched Starsky and Hutch to get ready for Joker <laughs> mm, it stars Isla Fisher as well in a role that isn't her ING ads which we all love thank god for that and but also not Wedding Crashes which could be better and dare I say I can't stand Harmony when they're not shooting in the 90s so who knows what this is going to offer us I'm more of a pre-2090 we did have a possibility of going yesterday but instead we decided to just go and be beach bums yes that's pretty much true Harmony yes. Corinne you probably know from his direction of Spring Breakers That's or right. Trash Humpers. Truly, Now, there's a new film festival in town, the Japanese Film Festival. Can you tell us a little bit about this one? Well, it's actually quite funny because John and I were talking about how all the films that we thought were Japanese films are actually just European art house films set in Japan, like Hiroshima Mon Amour. But this weekend, the Japanese Film Festival is hitting town and uh, it's going to go off, I hope. All the information is on jiff.com. It's only for a couple of days. It's all free, which is basically why we've decided to schedule it. Usually these film festivals, the Lovato Film Festival at Palace Norton Street, which we just talked about, it's expensive. It's just like going to the cinema, except it's curated films from the embassy. But this is all free. Some of the films include The Bride from Hades, Jigaku, which means hell, Quiet on the living Koheiji. Just head onto the website and just figure out what you want to go see. I mean, for free. Ha- how many film festivals have free screenings? None is what I'm going to say. Do you know if the screenings are happening or a bunch over a bunch of different cinemas? Mm, well, that's a good question that the website can answer. But <laughs> it is coming up on the 21st of September. Head to jiff.com for more details and to just see what an actual Japanese film looks like. Yeah. Get around it. Dare I say. Hey, we still have a double pass to give away to either The Nightingale, which is incredible and scary and horrific. And you've been an idiot if you missed it. I've been thinking about it since I saw it, actually. Like, it keeps popping back into my head different bits from the movie. I really want you to go and see it as well. So, if you're keen to support FBI and you've been waiting for an excuse to do so... Get on the phone right now. Give us a call. 833-22-945. We'll send you and a mate along to go see The Nightingale just for signing up. Absolutely. Do it. We have an interview with Jennifer Kent on Movies, 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 waiting for you to enjoy after the movie. Now, the reason that we can do interviews with big-time directors is because we have the facilities to do so at the moment, but unfortunately, because of the way the world is, things keep getting more expensive and, you know, Community radio is usually the first thing to be cut when the governments are look governments looking at places to cut funds from. Mm. And I should add, none of us get paid. We do it for the love, which is the way that it should be. But to do it for free, we need money for equipment and we need places to have these. Huge directors like Gaspar Noé and Jennifer Kent to call in or rock up to talk to us. And to quote every single Harmony Korine film, we need that cash money bling. So (laughs) call up to become a supporter and then also go see movies. Win-win. It's win-win, baby. (laughs) Maybe. FBIRadio.com slash support. It's super, super easy. It'll take you about two seconds. And just send us an email or a text of what you'd like to go see. Hey, Jack and Andre, thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks for having us. Absolute pleasure.
This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.